0: Welcome to the Spiritual Teamwork Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crenshaw. Welcome back. Last week we talked about being a disciple, and I tried to make the case for being a disciple. I went through some of the things the Bible tells us it takes to be a disciple, like time, commitment, and self-denial. We talked about it being hard and not being something every Christian will choose to do. This week I want to go through some practical steps we can take to get us started on our journey. The one thing I've heard said by several different people is, the longer you're on this journey, the more you realize you're just beginning. Paul talks about our part as disciples a lot, but a couple of the more noticeable places are Philippians 2 where he says, Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And also in 1 Corinthians 9, he says, Do you not know that in a race the runners all compete, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win it. Athletes exercise self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable one. So I do not run aimlessly, nor do I box as though beating the air, But I punish my body and enslave it, so that after proclaiming to others, I myself should not be disqualified. St. John Chrysostom says, it's not enough to just show up and run. We have to train to box in a match or run in a race. We have to train to be the men and women we're called to be. He tells us to train our bodies so that when temptations arise, we don't give in to them. And Paul talks about those temptations in almost every letter he writes. Paul also makes it clear that it's not because of what we want to do that we become disciples. It is always God working in us that brings us back to Him. So here's some practical steps we can take to be a disciple. And yes, prayer and Bible study are included in these. First off, we need to have a guide. Just like we see Paul being a guide for those who are trying to be disciples in the churches he started, we need to have a spiritual guide who can speak into our lives. In the Orthodox Church, we're well aware that we don't just become spiritual apart from the leadership of a spiritual parent. Our church teaches that we need a guide for the spiritual journey. This starts with our Father Confessor. Our priest knows us and knows our needs, so he's our first guide. As we get started, having someone to encourage us who has been where we want to go will help us to stay on track when we start to get bored or lose focus. While our priest is the first person to hold our hand as we grow, God puts other people in our lives who can walk with us as well. Most of the people I rely on for spiritual guidance aren't ordained. They're men and women who've been where I want to be. In order to be disciples, we have to be willing to listen to the people God puts in our lives. If we can't listen to the people we can see, how can we listen to God whom we can't see? For me, having a person in my life who genuinely cared for my spiritual growth was a game changer. You know, I talked last week about the fits and starts of my spiritual life through the years. Finally getting someone in my life who will walk with me through the ups and downs of the spiritual life, someone to show me what I needed to do to take me to the next step, got me out of just reading books and into the application of the spiritual life. We need to have a prayer life. Saint Nikon of Optina said, Don't forget prayer. It is the life of the soul. Having a prayer rule will help us not forget prayer. And it's not really a rule but a practice to help us stay on track. This is also something you should work on with your priest or pastor. I don't know about you, but I'm prone to getting overextended. I try to do an hour of prayer when I haven't even had a prayer life. Instead of just being ourselves and learning to walk before we run, we get burned out and give up on prayer before we really get started. A prayer rule will help us by forming the habit of prayer. When, where, and how long we pray each day. And remember that prayer is a conversation. When we have a conversation with someone, we talk and we listen. Our prayer time should be the same. While many of us pray in the mornings, most of us only talk to God. We don't spend time listening for Him to speak to us. Metropolitan Anthony Bloom says in his book, Beginning to Pray, that we need to spend time in quiet listening, which is hard for us to do. When we try to be quiet, everything we try not to think about appears in our mind. In the introduction to the book, On the Prayer of Jesus, we're told that the mind is like a wagon load of monkeys. And that's where the Jesus Prayer comes in. When we try to be quiet and listen to God, we lose focus. The Jesus Prayer gives us something to focus our minds on instead of the rampant thoughts. When we start to practice being quiet, we can recite the Jesus Prayer to bring our minds back to true focus, which is Christ. As we remain quiet, when our minds wander, and it will, we can remember the prayer and bring ourselves back from our wild thoughts. Not with force, but with peace. Prayer is a two-way street. As we learn to pray through the guidance of spiritual adults in our life, we will begin to grow deeper into a life of Christ. Next is scripture reading. Before reading scripture, we should pray and ask God to open our eyes and our hearts so that we can learn from His Word. We pray to be open to the Holy Spirit speaking in us so that we may understand what we read. In the Orthodox Church, we have a gospel reading and an epistle reading for every day of the year. There are also yearly Bible reading schedules you can find online. Whether you want to read the whole Bible or just the New Testament, there are dozens of options. Just taking the time to read these two short readings every day will give us a better overview of the Bible than most people have. You know, the writer of Hebrews says that Scripture is sharper than a two-edged sword. It divides soul and spirit. When we read Scripture, it shows us who we really are. And it challenges us to be disciples. To be the people in Christ we were created to be. I think that's why 60% of all Americans say the Bible has transformed their life in some way. But only 27% say they read it at least three or four times a week. We have an opportunity today that the majority of the history of the church didn't have. The opportunity to read the scriptures. So let's use this opportunity to be changed by God's word. Finally, other spiritual disciplines. While prayer and Bible reading are considered essentials by most churches, other spiritual disciplines are either not used by some or frowned upon entirely. St. Seraphim of Sarov puts it this way, If prayer and watching gives you more of God's grace... Watch and pray. If fasting gives you much of the Spirit of God, fast. If almsgiving gives you more, give alms. Weigh every virtue done for Christ's sake in this manner. There are so many spiritual disciplines we can use to stay focused on God. We can live a simple life so we give more. Or just go out of our way to help the panhandler on the corner. We can journal, which helps get thoughts out of our head or spend longer amounts of time in solitude to study scripture on a deeper level. The options are endless because we are all different. God made us the way we are so each of us can find him in our own way. Find what works for you and helps your spiritual formation and do it. When we use the tools given to us out of love and not out of duty, we understand the reasoning behind them. When we begin to grow and become disciples ourselves, we want to begin following the Great Commission in Matthew 28. This is what being a disciple is all about. When we come to know Christ, we want to share Him with others. And that is what the subject of next week's podcast will be. Remember that you don't have to do everything all at once. If we want to be like a saint, we have to start where we are and nowhere else. We can't be anyone but who God created us to be. Thanks for listening. And if you get anything at all out of this podcast, please consider sharing with others. See you next week.